Welcome to the Indie Brand Builder Podcast, where successful entrepreneurs and industry experts get real about what it takes to build a seven-figure product brand with your host, Jeremy Robinson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indie Brand Builder, where creative entrepreneurs and product designers are building successful, purpose-driven businesses so that they can accomplish their financial dreams while making a difference in the world. Be sure to check out IndieBrandBuilder.com and subscribe for updates. So today we're going to cover how to get your pricing right. Pricing your products and ensuring that you've built in sufficient margins to sustain your business is one of the most important decisions you're going to make. So this is going to walk you through a simple process for combining standard markup pricing with market research. And I've provided a spreadsheet that you can download at IndieBrandBuilder.com. And this will help you determine the appropriate manufacturing costs, margins, and pricing for your products. Now, first, you want to answer the question, are you a craftsperson or are you an entrepreneur? And this is really a personal lifestyle choice, but you got to be clear on which you've chosen. As a craftsperson, you can be perfectly content creating handcrafted products in low volumes and selling them to a niche audience. And if this describes you, I mean, you can pretty much ignore this podcast. You just need to cover your material and living expenses in order to continue doing what you love to do. However, if you are an entrepreneur with a vision of building a scalable venture, you need to understand and adhere to established business principles such as standard markup pricing. Even if you're small now, you need to plan for the day that you are big. So if you're just starting out, you may not realize how much margin you're going to need to build into your retail price in order to build a viable long-term business. Now, selling through a website is a great first step, but most brands need to explore other channels if they're really going to accelerate their growth. And if you get your pricing and margins wrong, you're going to be in for a rude awakening when you start approaching retailers. And you'll probably end up with a much greater appreciation for why so much stuff gets manufactured in China. It's about cost. If you're basing your price strictly on a multiple of your costs, which is also known as standard markup pricing, you're starting at the wrong end of the equation. I would strongly suggest starting with a target retail price and working backwards to see if your product is actually going to be viable. You'll still need to ensure that you're able to generate a sustainable profit margin and that's where standard markup pricing comes in, but you're going to be imposing an additional level of discipline by aligning your numbers with the reality of the marketplace that you're competing in. Here is a step-by-step -step guide using a free margin calculator, which you can download at IndieBrandBuilder.com forward slash pricing that's going to help you determine your standard markup pricing. Step one is researching your industry and competitors to determine the high and low retail price thresholds. So you're going to need to determine how the quality, features, and benefits of your product measure up against both your direct and indirect competition. So by direct competition, I mean any other products that has a similar feature set or is used to solve the same problem or address the same desire of the consumer. By indirect competition, I mean products that aren't in your category, but provide a similar outcome or function for the consumer. For instance, a book versus an e-reader. 
So make a quick spreadsheet listing each competitor's name, product features, and their retail price. This is what we're gonna call your competitive analysis spreadsheet. Step number two, you wanna pick your target price. Now, after doing your research, you should have a reasonable idea of the general price range you expect consumers to be willing to pay, also known as your MSRP. So that's the manufacturer's suggested retail price. You'll now need to choose a target price that you think represents an optimal balance between generating revenues and generating demand. So at this point, your price is simply a hypothesis. You're still going to need to factor in your manufacturing costs. Okay, step number three, this is where you plug the numbers into your pricing and margin spreadsheet calculator. Again, you can download a spreadsheet at indiebrandbuilder.com forward slash pricing. So first of all, input your target retail price in the column on the far right. Next, you wanna plug in your target wholesale price, which will really just be half of your retail price for the benefit of simplicity. And I've set the spreadsheet up so you're now gonna see your retail retailer margin set to 50%. Now you wanna adjust the freight and duty percentage as required. By default, it's set to 20%, which is a conservatively high ratio. You know, ours is around 17% typically coming from the Far East. You should validate this by talking to your shipping and customs brokers, or if you go to the uh, page I've suggested earlier on IndieBrandBuilder.com, I have a link also to a great estimator tool. Now, at this point, you can start playing with your manufacturing cost numbers to see what they should be to get your gross margin to about 60%. And this is gonna allow you to figure out what an acceptable manufacturing cost is so that you can meet your target MSRP. So again, we're playing around with numbers here. We're trying to figure out on the, hot, on the right-hand side what your MSRP could be, and on the far left, what your manufacturing costs are gonna be. Okay, step number four, this is where you actually start negotiating and talking to your suppliers. So now that you've got a target cost, you can take this to your factory and use it as an internal target for producing your goods. So if you're manufacturing yourself internally, this is the number that's meant to capture the cost of one piece of product, one unit of product. It's gonna include your labor costs related to manufacturing. It should include all of your costs of materials, but it should not include overhead costs associated with running your business like administration, marketing, and selling your product. So strictly the labor involved in actually producing the product. Step five is to negotiate now with your retailers and distributors. So your target wholesale price is just that, it is a target. If you're negotiating volume transactions where you're selling in bulk to a large retailer, they're typically gonna ask for a discount. And when they do, you can simply plug this into your spreadsheet to see how it affects your margin. So you may still be holding to an MSRP, but your wholesale price may change depending on 
the discounts that your retailers are looking for. So if, if you've calculated for a 60% margin, this is gonna give you some room to maneuver and still make a reasonable profit. So you could actually lower your wholesale price for certain retailers who are willing to buy in large volume and still make a decent margin. Distributors are gonna expect at least a 20 to 30% discount off of your wholesale price, though sometimes they're gonna be able to give you an order that you can take directly to the factory. So this is gonna minimize your risk and it'll actually allow you to make bigger orders with your factory, which can actually bring down your manufacturing costs. So you wanna factor all that in. So that's really it in a nutshell. The bottom line is you need to target a 60% profit margin when you're pricing your products. And here's why. First of all, you're gonna have other selling costs such as marketing, paying commissions to sales rep, shipping your merchandise, and providing samples to potential distributors and reps. Larger retailers are gonna ask for a discount off of your stated wholesale price. Typically smaller retails won't haggle so much, but if you're selling in any kind of volume to a retailer, they're gonna want some price breaks. Third, you are gonna to need to cover all of your business overhead, including your own salary. There is no point running a business unless you're paying yourself first. Your business needs to generate a profit in order to be viable over the long term. When you're looking to sell your business, people wanna see a profit. Also, you may have to sell a portion of your inventory at a discount or write it off completely if you have some products that don't sell as well. And finally, you're gonna to need to continue to finance the business over the long term. That means you need to be generating additional profits and cash flows so that you can continue to purchase more product from your suppliers. Okay, a few other factors to consider. Let's talk about economies of scale. So you're starting out as a business, you may not be able to get the size of runs that you need to really get ideal pricing from your factory. So in the short term, you may be willing to settle for slightly lower than standard markup pricing margins as you build up your volume to a point where you can actually realize efficiencies in your manufacturing costs. Just make sure that these cost projections and these efficiencies are based on solid agreements with your suppliers rather than wishful thinking. There's no point getting to a point where you're ordering larger volumes and you're still not getting the discounts. You need to make sure you understand what the price breaks are gonna be from your suppliers up front. Another factor to consider is business model. What I'm proposing here is really based on the traditional wholesaling model. If you're absolutely committed and convinced that an online only approach could work for your business or your products, or maybe you're gonna integrate with your own retail location or go a multi-level marketing route, then you know these rules may not apply. However, having more margin allows you more flexibility if things don't go as planned. And again, in my experience, placing all your bets on a single channel is risky. So the more margin you have, the more flexibility you have, and wholesaling is a great way to grow your business despite all the opportunity that an online channel does offer. We have seen the best results from growing our wholesale channel over time, which in turn has grown our online channel. So I hope that gives you a good overview of how to think about pricing your products and ensuring that you're pricing for the long term. As you scale your business, you need to build in sufficient margins. Thanks for joining me. 
I'm Jeremy Robinson. For more insights on building a seven-figure product brand, including free downloadable training material, visit IndieBrandBuilder.com.